Lover's Lane is hiring at most locations for full and part-time key holders. I know there's always more to know, and we'll train you on everything. Apply online at loverslane.com or go to the location of your choosing to fill out a paper application. More romance, more intimacy, more often. Starting today through Thursday the 29th, our VIP customers are celebrating Christmas in July with 30% off their entire purchase. This goes in-store only. You must show a barcode for sale, but to sign up to be VIP, jump on to loverslane.com. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. My name is Haley. I'm a romance specialist in our stores. I'm an intimacy expert online and the host of the Lover's Lane Podcast, which is all about love, romance, intimacy, connecting and bonding with your partner. And today we are going to talk all about our erogenous zones because you would think that these are areas that people know how to stimulate and how to tease and how to be in the know of, of your partner's body. But the real deal of it is we kind of forget about different erogenous zones and how they like to be touched and teased and surprised and stimulated. And more often than not, I keep hearing about people just jumping into sex and there's no foreplay or outer course or even just teasing or touching your partner differently and we are taking a step back and we are going to talk about re-stimulating your partner in an exciting way just by areas on their body maybe with toys if that's your if that's your style or maybe tongues or hands or kissing touching teasing all that fun stuff that I don't want to say is overlooked but sometimes gets overlooked so let's stimulate those areas differently than what just a vibrator will do or what just a penis will do or just a hand will do we'll talk about some unknown some uncommon erogenous zones that might just tickle your fancy in a not so obvious way and finally we'll talk about how lingerie can be the biggest stimulant for our very most important erogenous zone I'm so excited that the Intimacy Advisor podcast is coming up on our one-year anniversary. I will be answering some questions that you all have been asking and interviewing some of my favorite brands that are getting more and more popular in our stores, so be on the lookout for all that. Getting into the good stuff today, I know you know all by now, you know, the different styles of vibrators for everybody. There's bullets or clitoral toys for external stimulation for vulva owners. There's G-spot toys. There's dual stimulators or rabbit toys that massage both the clitoris and the G-spot simultaneously, as well as toys like strokers and prostate toys. There's C-rings. There's anal plugs. There's anal beads. So lots of different stimulators for all of those sensitive areas. But I wouldn't exactly call like using toys foreplay. It can be, of course, but take it even a step back further, somewhere between lots of kissing and starting to touch genitals. That's where the attention to your erogenous zones should begin. So even help to spark arousal from the get-go. So if you're falling 
into an unwelcomed, boring routine, and you're looking to add some simple spice without having to necessarily come out and buy toys or even trying to hurt yourself getting into a new sex position, it can be as easy as a new area of the body to give some attentive touch to places on the body that maybe like the nape of your neck or something or the crease of your upper thigh or maybe your ears, your stomach. Those are all packed with sensitive nerve endings and sensory receptors that trigger arousal. So if you and your partner are sitting maybe on a couch or somewhere together and you're looking to make things more intimate, take them to the bedroom, start doing something different. You know, trace C-shaped patterns on their ear. That can be a different, it's a sensual touch. It may spark up their interest. And when things do heat up, you know, gentle kissing or even nibbling on the earlobes is actually a really positive sensation known to increase blood flow and natural lubricants without having to get as super handsy as something like a toy is going to be. And that's kind of how all erogenous zones go. There are these areas that don't often get shown a lot of love, but they have a really positive feedback from your partner. So it could be areas like the, the bottoms of your feet or the crook of your arms, the insides of your ankle, the scalp, the lower back. Those all can be more sensitive than other areas. And some may love the sensation, but some are not going to. So you kind of have to explore your partner's body, not just their genitals. Of course, you know, you will make your way down there if, as long as you're stimulating erogenous zones correctly. But give them a nice little rub. Start at the neck. Work your way down. You can find where they want their massage at, where they want a little extra attention at, just by their body language. So listening to your partner's cues of mmms, ahs. Or they can even direct you lower, upper, higher. But if you just kind of get exploratory and handsy in a relaxed environment, it really can be that simple on reconnection. Even if you have fingers through the scalp or your hair, start in a slow stroking, almost like a tickling feeling by the wrists even. That is a really awesome erogenous zone that doesn't get shown a lot of love. And it's really sensitive on pretty much everybody. You like to have your hands held with other hands. So if you kind of even irk that up just the wrist a little bit, it starts to get people to pay attention. And when you are making it to the southern region of the body, there's lots of points to pay attention to. So if you're simply going straight for vaginal penetration without touches or licks or teasing of other areas, we need to change that today. The first things first, and that is arousal. And while... I am 100% in support of scheduling sex and devoting time to be intimate with your partner. The truth of the matter is that a lot of time, we can't get our brain to shut off our responsibilities in order to actually enjoy that experience. We need to allow pleasure in our lives and to give it time and practice and occasionally some different and unique touches, which is why we're all here listening to this podcast, of course. So if you want a toy to help out these unique strokes, there's a few notable ones for different points of the body. Remember that arousal isn't always a light switch. It's going to take some time and some practice for both partners and often some lubricant and some physical touch is needed too. But the ones that I have on the top of my list are Laura DiCarlo's Baki, the Filare, and the Onda. Pretty much everything by the Laura DiCarlo line is great for a unique sense of touch. And what comes to mind to me, when I'm thinking about toys that do something genuine and fun and not just vibrate directly on the sensitive parts, it can be something like a pulsator, like Fun Factory's pulsating toys. Those are really awesome for G-Spot play because 
when you do start getting intimate and touching genital areas, and if you're used to toys and you're wanting a different sensation, those pulsating toys are literally touching the G-spot, releasing, touching it, and releasing. So that is only going to help perk up blood flow directly where it needs to go. And then of course, my absolute favorite thing that I feel like I talk about every episode that I still will put in here, the womanizer. Awesome for clitoral. This is this toy is basically a stimulant in a toy. So instead of putting a drop of gel or cream on the clitoris to help perk up blood flow, I always suggest just use the womanizer for about I don't know, a minute or two, give her that orgasm, allow it for her before any penetration whatsoever. Because the only thing that happens with that is your partner has way more vaginal lubrication. They're more aroused. So while hitting the end of that finish line together, of course, can be a goal. I I love that for a couple and it's a really important bonding moment. But don't be selfish in thinking that your partner should achieve orgasm when you do. Women can have multiple orgasms. That's every woman that can have multiple orgasms. It's not something like squirting where some women can do it and find it easy and comfortable and some women it's more of a task. Every woman is going to be perfectly capable of multiple orgasms. Some will be a little bit more sensitive after the initial orgasm and maybe take a bit longer for their refractory period, but it can happen. So when you use something like the Womanizer or Laura DiCarlo's Baki or Onda or something for some unique touch and a little different experience, even for nipples, I mean, whatever, get her to that orgasm before you penetrate because more lubrication, way more arousal, like these are, it, it's, it's a two minute long fun thing for you all to experience and that will probably be more of a turn on for the partner using the womanizer on her as well to see her reach peak before you guys are even physically together. So that's my advice. Give that a shot. Let me know if that works, how that works, because I'm sure on both sides it will end up going very well. The thing about our erogenous zones is that they are literally all over our entire body and they are different for everybody. So if we're just starting right off at the top of the head, the scalp is an erogenous zone. The way that you touch it and the way that you stroke like through the hair or pulling the hair, definitely a sensitive, sensual spot for a lot of people. Making your way down, we have ears, of course, super, super well-known erogenous zone that many people like to have their ears nibbled on, kissed, licking, kissing. I think I said kissed, but you get the point. Moving down a little bit more, your neck is a great erogenous zone. There's a ton of sensitive points on your neck. Kissing the front of it is a lot different than kissing the side of it where you can even, you know, have French kisses on the side of your neck or hickeys sucking, even rubbing on the neck, and working our way back down to the shoulders as well. Great erogenous zone for nice little more sensual massages if you want to bite the neck or the back, the shoulders. For a lot of people, armpits are a really highly sensitive area. So some people enjoy being tickled in those really, really sensitive ticklish spots. So for some, that can be erogenous zone as well. 
Um, our massages are great. I wouldn't necessarily classify that as like an erogenous zone, but it's great to kind of take some time and work out some tension on your partner's body. But as I mentioned a little bit later, wrists, I do find a really intimate area of the body. Like I said, we're always reaching for hands to hold and hands, of course, can be great to stick in your partner's mouth and their body. And that can be really interesting connecting experience, but the wrists are what has a lot more sensitive nerves there for other people's touch. And then we're making our way down, of course, the torso, the sternum, and the chest has a ton of different points that you're going to want to pay some attention to with kisses. I always really like like beard rubbing on that area because it just gives that sensation of almost like you're about to receive oral on your partner. So something as simple, you don't even have to give kisses, but just brushing the body against the body can be really intimate. And then the pubic mound, the lower belly, that's a great area to kind of rub for your partner. It can be more of a sensual experience. They can do some claw digging, a little bit of a scratching, a biting on that area before oral too. And then we're just going to skip right over the genitals because of course we know all the sensitive areas that's on the genitals. The inner thighs, the back of the thighs, those are really awesome points that you're not going to want to be missing for massage, for kisses, for hand touching during oral. The back of the knees is a really important area. It's just like the wrist to me for the back of the knees. You're going to want to stroke that during penetration. You're going to want to almost tickle the back of the knees the ankles as well, and of course, the feet. If I missed one of your favorites, let me know because I'm interested in what you guys like too. It's it's fun for me to learn about other people's bodies and what they enjoy sexually and sensually. And bef- I'm going to make today's episode a little bit shorter, um, but before I do do that, we need to talk about one other huge erogenous zone that I put on the back burner for too long in this episode. It should have been the first thing that we talked about because it's really the most important. And it's kind of the most simple in a way, you know, it's it's the way that you're thinking and it's communication with your partner. So it's all what's in your head. And that is why in the very beginning of the intro of today's episode, that lingerie is the best stimulant for your brain because if you look good and you feel good and you feel confident and sexy and that you want to connect with your partner and want to be loved and caressed and cared for or controlled or however you and your partner's dynamic is using something like lingerie as a confidence boost to kind of tweak that big erogenous zone that is your brain is best thing that you can do if you don't have time to focus on rubbing all these different areas and learning someone's body learn your body learn what you love learn how to stimulate yourself to make yourself feel sexy and confident and great and cared for if you've never lingerie shopped please don't be nervous to come in and ask what styles will look great on your body there are so many that look good on everybody that we sell that you i'm sure will feel amazing in there's lingerie for men there's lingerie for women we have outfits that are more constricting more flowy I mean, we we honestly do sell every little shape of an outfit. I haven't 
been asked for anything that we can't come up with something that looks great. So I'm confident that we can do that for you and for your own confidence and to stimulate your brain and have the best experience that you can. So if I missed one of your favorite erogenous zones or if you're trying something new and you're playing with new toys, you're touching each other differently, I want to hear about it. Go ahead and send me an email. My email is Haley. It's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. We are on Instagram, Intimacy Advisor Pod. We are on Twitter, IA underscore pod. We are on Facebook, Intimacy Advisor Podcast. Please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And I'm just going to let you guys know too, we have some awesome giveaways coming up in the future. So you are going to want to give us a follow on social medias so you can be in the loop for that. It's really good stuff that's coming up. I'm excited. Thank you for listening this long that the podcast has been around for. I'm super appreciative of it. And I will talk to you all again next Monday. Bye. Stay together